初めて君は目覚めてゆく天使の微笑みで連れ出して Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to the Hunter Hunter podcast, the redheaded stepchild slash little brother of the HBO boys. Boys of the Z. I am one of said boys, Ryan. We are back talking about Hunter Hunter and more specifically talking about episode 13, lucky number 13, entitled Letter from Gone. The summary of which goes like this. Gon decides to send a letter to his aunt Mito in order to inform her about the events that happened during his journey, from the beginning of the Hunter exam until the final phase. It's a goddamn clip show. <laughs> uh, if you've been on this journey with me, you might have noticed that throughout the last few episodes, I have been a bit troubled, a little complainy. Perhaps too complainy, but still complaining nonetheless, because we have been in a Bottle episode. In fact, I think three bottle episodes in a row. And then we got out of that same room we were in, two separate rooms, a bigger one with prisoners and then a tinier one. And we got out of Trick Tower, out of the third phase of the 287th Hunter exam. God dang, finally. And now they do this. And now they do this to me. The, I was thinking about just like not doing this episode for the podcast. Like, is a filler episode of a podcast about a filler episode of a TV show 13 episodes into said TV show worth your time? I would argue kind of no. <laughs> But listen, okay, usually, right, I watch the episode, I write all my own commentary, and then I read said commentary like I'm creating it off the top of my brain. You know, deception for the podcast. This time I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna read the recap and then, you know what? You don't need that shit. So let's discuss a few things. I'm gonna give you the bullet points, okay? One, the decisions that were made by the people who make Hunter Hunter as to what they were going to recap specifically. Two, the history and etiquette of a clip show. And three, a clip show version of this podcast. Specifically, a recap of a recap podcast. Pure entertainment. The letter to Gone episode goes as such On Whale Island, Aunt Mito receives a letter in her mailbox, which goes unnoticed as she does the laundry. <laughs> Immediately, this, you understand I did not write this. I would not have written that first sentence. You know what? We're going to go with it anyway. This is, I think, the summary that is given to us from Hunterpedia, the fandom website. I don't know. We can make fun of it together as a group, as a family. An unopened envelope then sits next to a steaming mug of coffee. <laughs> okay. It is a letter from Gon, which she reads at the dining table together with her grandmother. Gon asks if they are doing fine and says that he is doing fine. Amazing sentence. He tells her that he has just passed the third phase of the Hunter exam, something that we are incredibly aware of because we've been sitting here through it the entire time, not complaining, a little complaining, which was hard, by the way, and that after he left the island on the boat, it sailed into a storm. Flashback starts from the end of episode one, where Gon met Pika Pika and Mr. Oreo, joining up to save Katso and becoming friends. I did watch the first five minutes of Letter to Gon. Just to remember the pilot episode a little bit and get some context as to what they were going to do. 
And my few thoughts on the subject were, it was really nice to see grandma. I really wanted a hot drink after I saw that hot coffee that this summary very diligently pointed out. It was great to see Aunt Mito. She seems like a nice lady and concerned for her nephew. And then we go back and see when Pika Pika met Mr. Oreo. You remember the first three episodes where I, I mean, I'm still hard on Mr. Oreo, but back then I I wanted uh, death. And I remember why. He says to Pika Pika in the pilot episode, let's go out to the deck and finish off the last of the Kurta clan. Like, uh, I mean, moving past taking the genocide of Pika Pika's race and trivializing it completely, moving past that, which, by the way, is a criminal offense, like right up top, an offense which is never to be redeemed from. Let's just go to this next part where, you know, Pika Pika did not deserve that. Also, Pika Pika, as we come to find out, can murder Mr. Oreo. Scarlet Eyes Pika Pika over here, the Scarlet Marauder, can rip Mr. Oreo to shreds. And I wish he just did it. I wish Mr. Oreo, I know Matt Mercer is voicing him. We all love Matt Mercer from Critical Role, from being McCree in Overwatch, etc., etc., but you've so immediately... Beca- and by the way, Leorio was just like, call me the name I want to be called. And Pika Pika was like, oh, no, I'm, I don't know about that. And he was like, I'm glad the genocide of your race happened. This is a recap of a recap podcast. Now in episode two, the confrontation occurs with the quizzing lady and meeting the Kariko family. Remember the quizzing lady? The old woman who Mr. Oreo tried to hit with a goddamn stick? A flashback of episode three happens... And everyone is in the underground tunnel with Satotes. Oh my god, I miss Satotes. That straight-armed nightmare. Introducing himself and starting the first half of the first phase of the Hunter exam. They run through the underground tunnel. And then episode 4 occurs where Gon meets Kilowatt for the first time. And they race for the exit because they're both superheroes. Then, parts of episode 7 occur where we see Kilowatt and Gon's ball-catching match against the Hunter organization's chairman, Netero. Hold up. Did we just skip all of the second phase of the hunter exam we see none of menchi we see none of bahura none of chasing giant pigs we're just gonna go from episodes four to seven immediately okay okie doke what a decision how dare you any hoozles netero beat both of them kilowatt and gone that is and commended them on their effort Mito then continues reading the letter and is relieved to hear that the hunter exam has been fun for Gon and that he found a best friend, Kilowatt, who she doesn't know. <laughs> she has no idea. I wish Gon was like, I found a great friend. His name is Kilowatt. He murders people with his sharp hand. Then we go back to episode five and it is shown where the adventuring crew is running through the Millsy wetlands and Hisaka's testing of the participants and the following confrontation with Mr. Oreo and Gon, which... If you're writing to your aunt, leave that part out, right? Don't tell your aunt about the almost death. Ah, okay. He's a tiny child. He doesn't know any better, question mark. Then the Hunter Association blimp sails through the sky, and it approaches Trick Tower from episode 8, and only 41 of the 404 contestants remain. So really going over all the death. Not flying over that subject at all. B-dubs, and by the way, Aunt Mito... So many of the people who were around me at the beginning are now deceased. 
<laughs> Fun. The group then descends upon the tower and is confronted by the prisoners from episode 9, episode 10, and episode 11. It says that in the sentence. It's like, it did happen for three straight episodes. You aren't delirious. During that time, Gon and the group decide to break through the wall to pass through the third phase, which happened in episode 12 and amused Hisaka along with the 19 others who passed. Boy, do I wish I could have just experienced those three episodes through a sentence like I just did. It's okay, Ryan. It's okay. Those episodes can't hurt you anymore. Move on. Gon then tells his Aunt Mido and his great-grandmother that he doesn't know how many phases lie ahead, but he is planning to pass them all and become a hunter just like his dad. Gon tells her, quote, until next time, unquote, and signs off as Gon Freaks. I forgot his last name. What a crazy last name. Mido then walks to a picture of Gon's dad, her brother, while their grandmother in the background says that his name is Ging and that Gon is following in his footsteps. She then asks the picture of Ging if he is happy about this with a tear in her eye. Ooh, drama! I do like that. That Mido reads all of this, Gon talking about all the death, and then walks up to a picture of Ging and is like, Are you happy? Are you happy with what you've done? You son of a bitch! And now that we have gotten through the recap of a recap episode... I will also now recap this recap podcast. Yes, we've changed some names along the way. Leorio doesn't deserve his own name, which is why he's the double-stuffed idiot known as Mr. Oreo. Kilowatt was almost named Kalua, the white Russian ingredient. But patron James Watch My Dong, who, by the way, Gosh, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot Patreon at the beginning of this. Patreon.com slash HBO Boys, Boys with a Z. For $1 a month, you get bonus content. You get this specific Hunter Hunter podcast early, by the way. And we try to do, like, pre-main channel episode banter sessions. We just recorded one last night before His Dark Materials Season 2, Episode 2, where we talk about the murder on Middle Beach, which is a HBO documentary that is happening right now about a murder that happened in the town next to ours, where we grew up. Kind of not. Anywho, Kira Pika was renamed Pika Pika because, I don't know, that was just real simple. That was an easy lateral move. Gone doesn't get a nickname because he is, and I've said this many a time before, morally nebulous and a true mystery. So we got to keep his name straight. I mean, I I don't know anything about what's happening in that tiny boy's brain. Okay. He can't get a nickname without me understanding who he is. And just like as a recap of all the characters and what I feel about them, because I'm sure that's entertaining slash valuable to you. Mito, Aunt Freaks, V-Cute, Ging, kind of a son of a bitch, but also perhaps one of the greatest hunters in the world. Mito's grandmother loves to drink hot liquids as do I. Leorio Paradinite Knight slash Mr. Oreo. Racist idiot. Pika Pika. The Scarlet Witch. The Kurta Clan. Murdered in a genocide. Katso. Almost fell off of a boat, but then didn't fall off of a boat because of the coming together of Pika Pika and Mr. Oreo. Their friendship saved a life. Satotes. That man can run. Hanzo. He had Scatter Arrow, but now that's gone. Somi. Oh, this is like a quiz now. Somi is the guy with a weird, tiny human monkey, I believe. Ponzu is lady with weird hat. Get a recur is not who he says he is, and I know too much. Bourbon. 
I don't remember who that is. Let's look him up. Oh, he's the dude with the snake. I don't care. Hasaka, murderer, clown, guy who flings cards fast. Goretta, the one black character in the show, not voiced by a black person, which is a goddamn shame. And we look over it because it's just too upsetting. Chief Netero, old guy, doesn't need to use his other leg to beat Gone and Kilowatt in a death ball match of sorts. Fun, overall. Toto, I don't remember who that is. Oh, it's Big Eating Guy, who we would have perhaps remembered better if we had seen phase two of this gosh dang exam, you know, at all, where he gets schmacked by Bahura, and when he gives up. We also didn't see anything of Split Mountain? Split Mountain was so good. That's, I'm dumb, I'm mad. Aegon, the fencer who doesn't matter. Gauze, a person I have to Google. Oh, right, Fu Manchu mustache. A fellow red shirt. Caillou, another red shirt, destined to die. Tanpa, the rookie crusher. How is he not dead yet? He should have been pushed off of a cliff long ago. Imori, Yumori, and Amori. <laughs> the three dickhead brothers who are no longer... Actually, no, they are around. They passed phase three inexplicably beans oh my god the tiny little guy the little green guy he is hunter hunter's baby yoda majitani one of the prisoners who didn't get murdered he's the blue one who is a coward larut who got felt up by mr oreo and it was just like overall upsetting bendote i assume he's a prisoner as well yeah He's the prisoner who just, like, barely mattered. Jonas, shot through the heart, and you're too late, baby. You got your heart taken out by a child, are the exact words of that song. Sudoken, the little guy with the candles, who cares? Lippo, who is eating snacks. I assume still in Trick Tower eating snacks until he's dead. His metabolism just running at light speed. Ryu? Who cares? Fodder. Bodoro? Don't recall. Oh, the old... That guy. Uh-oh. I've learned too much about Bodoro. His Wikipedia page was in the past tense. Oopsie. Cyper, who has an op. <laughs> See, that's some podcast lore right there. And there's no better lore than podcast lore. And then Gang Freaks, a person Aunt Mito hates and blames for gone leaving the house where he was safe. You son of a bitch. Anyway, was that a waste of your time? I goddamn hope not. This was the end of... Oh, wait. Okay. You know what? Here's some lore. I'll, I'll do the last part of the podcast in the... No, wait. Let's go listen to what the stupid narrator says at the end of this episode, right? Like, what does the narrator say at the end of a clip show? Oh my god, I just fast-forwarded to hear what the narrator says, and I heard Aunt Mito pronounce Gon's father Jing, Jean. I remember that. It's basically Jean. Let's remember that for the future. Oh, and there's no... <laughs> there's no narrator at the end. But, uh, you know, there's a narrator at the end of this podcast. Doesn't matter if he's not at the end of the show. He's at the end of this podcast. Podcast lore is important. And I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go. I love you all. Bye. <laughs>